1: In between your creative pursuits, make sure to check out Iron John Gear for top apparel, footwear, fitness items, outdoor supplies, sports gear, and much more. Visit the website for top deals on things like lanterns, backpacks, tents, snow clothing, bomber hats, sunglasses, fishing gear, and more. Visit ironjohngear.com today and save money on your next adventure. The Holler screenwriter Jim Strauss is a storyteller who collects life's intimate moments, weaving his films from the fabric of every day. The resulting films, New York I Love You, The Winning Season, and People, Places, Things can almost be said to resemble family photo albums brought to life. In The Holler's, directed and starring Jim Krasinski from The Office, John Holler is forced to return to his hometown after news of his mother's illness and there, he reconnects with his dysfunctional family.
2: I grew up in Indiana, and I always wanted to. always wanted to write. I mean, from out, out, like kindergarten on, I loved writing. Um, what led me into screenwriting, I guess, was um, moving to New York after college and m- meeting some. Just honest, honestly, it was like. The social circles I ran into in New York that kind of led me into. Uh, I met a lot of uh, aspiring filmmakers and young filmmakers, and it um, sort of switched, uh, flipped in my mind. I was working on, I was writing a lot of short fiction stuff like that, and uh, I sort of
0: veered over into screenwriting from from that move to New York. Um, a lot of your characters are very, you know, relatable, um, and the movies are very character-driven. Where does that kind of mentality come from in your writing? I
2: would always go to the local
0: art house theater and spent like,
2: all of my free time in video stores from, like, high school on. Um, and it's I guess it's kind of... Ref- uh, it, it, I, it's reflect the stuff I write is, comes from, is inspired from the filmmakers that I admired as a young person. So, honestly, a big one for me was um, Steve Buscemi, who I ended up working with on my first film, uh, whose film, Trees Lounge, uh, was, uh, you know, the type of, to me, that 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 movie Trees Lounge was the type of was why I wanted to be a screenwriter because I liked the character. It was it was so much about character, um, uh, and kind of this naturalistic idea that you don't uh, I'm, that small lives matter that uh, that a movie doesn't have to be about huge. Things if you're sort of honest and um, authentic, if your voice is uh, honest and authentic, you can really take a person on a small journey, and it will still be very meaningful. Um, And that's like Steve Buscemi and and a lot of the filmmakers that he was working with at the time, Jim Jarmusch and um, yeah, Tom uh, Dicillo. I mean, that 90s indie scene was very influential to me. Johnny Swade was one of my favorite movies as a uh, a late high schooler and college. Um, I don't know if you know that film. It's Brad Brad Pitt and Catherine Keener. Really, just oddball, um, dry to the point of like I think you could show a certain you could show some people and they wouldn't even think it was a comedy. But to me. I was, first time I saw it, I was just laughing out loud. Um, never sort of winked at the audience. Um, you know, stuff like Anton Salons, all these filmmakers that to me were very more interested in like the human condition and lives,
0: relatable lives, than sort of big big stories, of broad stories. A lot of these scenes really relate to viewers. They might even be in a small thing. Like there's a scene in the Hollers. When they're just all sitting around watching HGTV and commenting on it um where, like do you carry a notebook with you, or how do you keep track of these ideas? Are these real events or just or just things you write make up?
2: you know uh, the hollers
0: is very much
2: based in um real life events it's uh that's um that's my family more or less that I was drawing on and a lot of the stuff depicted in the movie actually happened um my parents um are both alive no no one passed away but uh years ago, my mom had this um this event that uh, much as it's portrayed in the film, she had a tumor that had been growing inside her head um and one day she just had a seizure and fell down in the bathroom. Um, and I was living in New York, and I came back, and I knew kind of at the moment, uh, I was already uh, um, working in film and had written a couple screenplays, but I knew that this um, was going to turn into a story in some way, shape, or form. It was just, because uh, cause the experience for me, even even as, even as I was going through, I didn't start writing, turning, I didn't try writing it in uh, until years later, but um, I knew it was it just it w- was a special event, and i ca- i became to understand my family and myself in a new way after it, and it was very harrowing but yet really funny. I never laughed so much with my with my family I mean we were all and that was something really informative to me, kind of like oh, this is this is terrible, but it's also, there's a lot of, there's a lot of humor and there's a lot of good in it. Um, as, as awful as this thing is that my mom is going through, um, it sort of faced us, it forced us all to face things about each other that, you know, had been long simmering. Uh, um, so that, I mean, a lot of, a lot of stuff is real, um, in that and sort of, um, drawn directly from life.
0: A lot of those things, like in this story especially, it seems like, um, you know, in real life, either through tragedy or just a certain age, you kind of start to see your parents as real people and not your parents anymore. Um, yeah. How difficult is it to, like, edit real life when you're writing it in a screenplay?
2: Well, I, you know, I always... I, I, I've I never had a problem with... um drawing from life and using real life and exaggerating it i like to me i don't know if uh, there, if, I, if there's something wrong with me or not but i always feel like it, any any experience i have is fair game and um it and that can that can and it can work its way into a screenplay verbatim or or it can be you know Bent to what I needed to 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 do or be in the world of the screenplay, so you know I um, I have a I have a I don't know a a semi system of um, experiencing events and then sort of funneling them into you know what I consider sort of my tone. Uh, so it's sort uh, of so. So hopefully every every scene has a, a a a point to it. It's not simply sort of it's not formless, but it kind of has a uh, direction that it's leading you towards. And um, you know, I hope that everything kind of is move is moving towards a larger picture um, while while also revealing character and and hopefully feeling authentic and sounding. um, You know, I write, I, I I tend to, I, I write a line, I read it over, I write another line, I read both, both of them over. And I do that until the whole thing's finished almost reading it over and over and over. So there's a, I don't know. It, I get really nitpicky about uh certain words and the way it sounds. I want it to have a I want I mean, my two main criteria is that it feel authentic, um, but it also, you know, has a has a flow and a rhythm to it. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, can you talk a little more about the logistics? Like, what is your time frame for writing a screenplay or, or this one, for example? And then what are some of your, your other, like, writing rituals?
2: Well, I have two kids, a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old, and um, they are kind of my main focus. So my uh, my rituals are – and I teach – writing and directing at the School of Visual Arts in New York. So, my, and I like to play basketball. So my rituals have become whenever I have uh, an hour or more time, uh, a span of time, I sit down at the computer and work on something. I am um, uh, I try to work on, when I'm writing, to work on it every day. Um, I try to Set time aside so um i'm i'm writing uh a little bit each day but i don't if i'm not working on something specifically i i you know i um i i, I don't write like i'm not working on anything i'm actually prepping a movie right now that i uh wrote and um you know, I I don't plan to get back to writing anything until that's done and um, after the holidays. So I guess I mean the short answer is I don't really totally. Uh, my life does not. Uh, uh my rituals are whatever, um, whatever the day dictates as far as kids and work go. If I can, what and then I cram writing in where wherever it goes. What do you, in your opinion, what makes a good story? You know, I thought uh, it's funny because I've been teaching screenwriting now for six years or so, and my my thoughts have really evolved over time. I mean, to me, it's really what I look for in a good story is just a a point a point of view or voice. Um, it's less to me about plot than it is um, someone that conveys a. Um, Someone that can convey a unique vision of, you know, like Todd Salons, for example, would be one. Or, um, or um, Kenneth Lonergan would be another. Or, um, uh, you know, someone who's um, has a, a a recognizable voice and can convey it in a, and sustain it over uh, an entire screenplay. That's the most, that to me is the most exciting, um, type of story.
0: Uh,
2: you know, I read a review, uh, of a film once that said, uh, it was A.O. Scott, I think said the film had no recognizable human behavior in it. And I was, that always stuck with me as, uh, um, I, every movie should have, no matter what, in my mind, um, a good movie would have, would have recognizable human behavior, even no matter what the genre. Right. And no matter how stylized or exaggerated.
0: Um, from a teacher perspective, what do you find to be the most common problem uh, in screenplays?
2: Well, I'm dealing with um very young, young people. Um, undergraduate age and a lot of times honestly i i uh what i encounter in the classroom and for undergraduates is that just um, sort of life experience does not match um the types of stories they'd like to write so there's this um there's this oftentimes i'll have these conversations of what I, I can you know, i can tell a lot i mean i can see the influences uh uh hear or read the influences but uh but there's no sort of direct line of um knowledge or experience to back up this you know if it's like a cop story or a um some sort of genre thing it's like what where are you in this and i don't I I, I I I I always tell my students, um, you know, you don't have to write autobiography. I'm not uh, pushing. I'm not saying, you know, you need to strictly write stories about 19 year olds going to film school. Um, but 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 ideally, you got to be in there somewhere in some way, shape or form. And if you're not, then uh, they. F- you generally, I see students start borrowing from borrowing from things they've seen, and that just becomes like a facsimile of a facsimile and there are definitely no recognizable human uh behavior and those types of things um because the truth is I'd say i mean when we're we're when we're in class, I think just think about any day that you live and all the conflicting thoughts and feelings that you have and the just chaotic jumble. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, uh, you got to try to capture that and harness it to some degree for all of your characters. You know, people don't act strictly the way you need them to for the story you're trying to write. And you have to, you have to, always, I, I for me, writing is a little bit of like channeling these people, try, almost like a medium, like, Sitting at the table and saying, "Okay, I, I know what I want these people to do, but what would they do?" and try and try and negotiate those two things.
0: Okay, I just got one or two more for you. Um, what other? We may have already touched on some of this. What other advice do you have for upcoming writers? Like, is there one thing um, someone can start doing tomorrow to improve your writing? To improve, well i
2: i mean for me as I've seen it in the classroom, I think the the biggest hurdle a writer has to overcome is usually him or herself uh I have seen many screenwriters in my class who just simply aren't writing, and I say, you know you, um uh if you're not writing it's not uh it's it's not there's no magic thing that's going to happen in the future. You have to write. You have to write and you have to, um, I feel it's important, you have to allow yourself to make some garbage, too. You know, I know that a lot of, I understand the impulse to, um, to be a perfectionist and to want to make only great things, but you have to, sometimes you just have to, Finish, just finishing a screenplay is the achievement. That's it. Like, don't worry about if you're going to sell it or uh, what's going to happen. Just finish it because I see so many people sort of get to the halfway mark and then put it down and think they'll, uh, they'll just pick it up later. And I I feel like sort of the biggest hurdle is one's own sort of procrastination or, and doubt. I, I tell my students uh, that writing is a – the first draft for me is always a race against one's self doubt and if you put it down for too long, doubt's gonna win out
0: okay is there anything else you'd like to share about the hollers that we didn't
2: already touch on no it's been it's interesting it's um i i I've only seen it once I'm excited to see it again um it's one of the few times i um haven't really been part of the um you know once I was done with it i didn't um, I sort of handed it over, and uh, I mean, um, it, it's fun. I, I like. I usually uh, the stuff I write is uh, so small in scale that I just assume no one else is gonna. I don't even assume anyone's gonna want to direct it. But <laughs> but uh, this has been fun to see it through someone else's eyes.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Before you leave, don't forget to sign up for the weekly newsletter where you also get free access to the freelancer course, Master the Freelancer Mindset. This system will teach you exactly how to find clients online, which includes step 1, the psychology of the mindset, step 2, how to create a killer profile, and step 3, how to find quality clients. This online course is valued at $99.00. It can be yours for free. In addition to the free course. You'll get access to the ebook How Hollywood Screenwriters Annihilate Writer's Block. This contains advice from Aaron Sorkin, Carrie Fukunaga, and William Monahan. You can find all of this and more on creativeprinciples.live. Visit the website for new interviews, articles, and the daily blog. That's creativeprinciples.live.